Welcome back to Conspiracy Snacks in Tinfoil Hats. I'm Avalon Gubernick. And I am Connor Kenworthy. Co-conspirators. And this week... We are we overthrowing, overthrowing the United States government. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. We are getting out of the U.S. and going over to England, London, England, to cover... The murders of Jack the Ripper. Ooh. Ooh. I'm excited. So what? so there's conspiracy surrounding this? Jack well, the Ripper? Well, no one knows who he is. Ooh. He's still unidentified. So we're going to go into who it is. Wow. And, and then we have and to decide at the end who right we now. think it is. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably blame like Bill Clinton, but okay. <laughs> probably. I already picked who I think it is, so I'm interested to see if you agree or you choose someone else. Okay, deal. Okay, okay so grab your snacks in your tinfoil hat. you connor um i mean i'm good life's been last week obviously as i said was like rough this week really nothing's changed but i'm just dealing with it better <laughs> um i don't know if i told you so i picked up my car from the mechanic on tuesday and then three hours later it was back in the shop so then i picked it up on wednesday and then Friday night when I got off work, the check engine light came on again. So this is the fourth time in the past 10 days. But they're closed Saturday and Sunday, so I have to take it in at 8 a.m. tomorrow. I'm so sorry. But I don't work six days in a row this weekend. I have today and yesterday off, so I've been able to kind of like... I slept, as I told you, for like 15 hours yesterday. So it's good. Hey, How, is, how are you doing? I'm doing good. This week was actually not bad. I had a lot of homework, but I got it all done, and the kids I babysit were not mean this week, so that was good. They weren't? Wow. They were nice to me, which, what? So, that's going good. Um, We're going to Hawaii <sighs> Oh no. in January, and I got to book all my flights, and so that's exciting. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited. So, yeah, we're going to Hawaii. We're very excited. So that's our reason to live for the next couple months. After that, I can die happily. Um, But, yeah, my week was good. Weekend was good, too. Just chill. But, yeah. You look like you're really enjoying that breakfast burrito. <laughs> I am a slut for breakfast burritos. <laughs> It looks and really good. The, I just made this, and they are so dank. So good. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I haven't sorry. had lunch yet, but it's okay. This um, is more what, important. What snack did you have um, today? So, I mean, like, your breakfast originally, my snack was just going to be, you said, find something from England, and when I think of England, I just think of, like, tea and crumpets. So, mm-hmm. I have a chai tea, Um and it's really good. And then you were like, oh, I'm not ready for like 20 to 30 minutes. And I said, oh, I'm going to make breakfast. So then I also have breakfast burritos. I mean, yes. So. I, that works. I'm sure they have breakfast burritos in England. I mean, they probably stole it like everything else in their culture. <laughs> but yeah. <gasps> True. Um, my snacks are these candies called Rips. Like Jack the Ripper. Ooh. They're like the sour ones. Ooh, sour candy is so good. That's so the best good. candy. So, um, anything to add before we get started? Mm. No, I think I'm good. Okay. I don't know. Wait, just we, where were we at? I'm trying to think of what we've talked about. No, yeah, I'm good this week. Yeah. So, just to warn you guys, I have eleven. Where pages. are you? <laughs> <laughs> I have I'm so sorry. Pages. Stop oh, sorry. it. I have 11 pages of research, which 
is a lot. So I'm going to try my best to be quick so that it's not like five hours long but we're gonna see it's a lot of interesting stuff so hopefully it's not boring and you guys can get can you tell me what can you say what you just said about how you started it yesterday because i just want to point out the fact that i think everything you're gonna tell me was a dream you had (laughs) (laughs) no 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 so yesterday i started doing research because i thought of okay because harley our friend send us a book well, sent me a book, not us. <laughs> she sent me a conspiracy book that has a bunch of conspiracies in it. So I was flipping through it and I saw Jack the Ripper and I was like, oh my gosh, I love murder. What conspiracies are there about him? And so the main one was, I'm not going to spoil it, but about his identity. And so I was like, ooh, this would be fun. So I started research yesterday and then like, I had maybe three pages and I was like, this is stupid. This is boring. Like I hate it. And I was just done. And so I stopped then I went to bed and then I woke up and I just was like rejuvenated and had so much energy. You're going to, everything you're telling me is made up (laughs) dreams. No, it's research that I read and I looked up all my research is from Wikipedia, um, from that book. And then I watched Buzzfeed unsolved. So I love BuzzFeed Unsolved. They're so funny. So let's get into it, shall we? Jack the Ripper. So Jack the Ripper has also different names, not just Jack the Ripper. So he's also called the Whitechapel Murderer. And Jack Jack Attack. Yes, Jack Jack Attack. And the Leather Apron. And this man is an unidentified serial killer who killed around the Whitechapel area in London, England, in the 1880s. So this name, Jack the Ripper, came from him, the murderer himself, kind of like a a Zodiac. Like, why can't it be like (laughs) Jackie the Ripper? Do we know he's a male? Don't, don't get ahead of me, please. (gasps) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Um, But yes. So. Like the Zodiac Killer, he wrote a letter to the police um, claiming, well, this person claims to be the murderer. It's not confirmed that this was actually from Jack the Ripper, but it is assumed that it is. Um, The letter was received by a man named George Lusk, who was a member of a Whitechapel Vigilance Committee, basically people in charge of security, and it came with half of a human kidney from one of the victims. Why and half? It, Did you just like get kept, hungry on the way? He kept the other one. Oh. Not That's... half like of a human kidney. Like we have two, right? He had he only sent one of them. Oh, okay. So um Well that's cute. Basically, that's like friendship bla- bracelets for like him and the police. Ew. I got you a kidney and me a kidney. Now we can be friends. (laughs) Friends forever. And and so in this letter, he kind of details like, yes, I murdered this girl, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to keep doing it, blah, 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 blah. And signed it Jack the Ripper. So that's how the name kind of came into effect. Ew, so he named himself? Yeah. And since it was in the media, like the media was obsessed with this because we as humans love crime love serial killers i don't know why but we love the idea of them and so when something happens like this we're all in the media trying to get on top of it so um so no one knows the actual amount of victims of jack the ripper um some estimate the maximum amount is like 11 to 15 but there is only five that are called the canonical five victims so that are like, confirmed no. to sure. be his victims and all related. So we'll only be talking about those five in this episode. If you want to research the other ones, you definitely can. But I'm just going to focus on the five that we know to be victims. So his kind of um, profile He typically murdered female prostitutes um, by slitting their throats, and then he would mutilate their abdomens. Also, trigger warning, (laughs) I get really graphic. So if, like, you don't like blood and, like, horrific things that happen to women, maybe skip this one. 
skip to maybe when we talk about suspects. investigate how who, who is it doing giving women hysterectomies without their consent maybe go yeah. read about that it's <laughs> a like, little it's a little gross so because if you don't like hearing about it imagine having stuff like this done to you yeah so he would remove their internal organs oh my gosh it's so... <laughs> what Jarek just got home and he slammed the door and I <laughs> literally about crapped my pants because you thought Jack the Ripper was coming for you to disembowel like, this you. Is, this is how I die eating <laughs> breakfast burrito, FaceTiming, and recording it. I mean, I would, I'm sorry, but I would hang up because I do not want to see you get murdered. <laughs> I like, I would, I would FaceTime you, long enough you to see the murderer. Record. Oh, like, shit. I would scream record, but then, like, look away, you know? No, I don't you want would, that you trauma would hang in up. my life. You would so hang up. <laughs> I would I would be on long enough to see his face and like get an I'd screenshot really quick Bitch, and then a I'd murderer is not gonna show his own face. <laughs> he's he might. Not if he did it's not like a murderer's like, oh, he's probably FaceTiming, so I'll wear a mask. Sometimes they don't. Jack the Ripper didn't. How do you know? Did you see his face? Some people did, supposedly. And then how come they don't haven't found him? Because or her. there's a lot of people that look like him. So, um, yes. Slit throats, mutilate abdomens. Uh, he would remove their internal organs, which suggests he has anatomical or surgical knowledge. Because the way he would, like, slit and take things out was very professionally done. It wasn't sloppy. So... These murders. Maybe he was just a veterinarian. Maybe. That they didn't say he was a doctor. He just had that knowledge. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So it could be a vet. It could be a doctor. It could be a surgeon. It could be. A or maybe he things. just has a lot of practice at cutting people open. Maybe that's his kink. Yeah. Um. So these murders started August 31st, 1888, in the Whitechapel district of London's East End. Um, and they ended November 9th, 1888, um, with the murder of Mary Jeanette Kelly. So the first victim was Marianne Nichols. And then the last that we know of was Mary Jeanette Kelly. Um, like I said, there's only five canonical victims, which are Marianne Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Adows, and Mary Jean Kelly. So I also call yes, but I also call bullshit because like people don't just stop killing people. They do if what they set out to do is done. I'll go into the person. The person that I think did it, it makes sense that it just stopped. Okay. Because like if you some serial killers aren't just out there to kill, some of them like have a mission, like they want to kill a specific person. So they're like, and practicing. so once they get that, they're like, I don't need to anymore. Hmm. Or sometimes they die, sometimes they kill themselves. So I don't know. So let's get into the background of the setting first of Whitechapel, how Whitechapel was in the 1880s. So it was very overcrowded, work and housing conditions were shit, and there was a lot of people that were unemployed and impoverished. So just bad conditions. Um, robbery, violence, and alcohol dependency were very common. Not a nice place to live. Um, and because of the economy, a lot of women had to go into prostitution in order to survive. Like, that's the only way they can make money to be alive, which, respect the hustle. If that's the only way you can live, do it. Um, we've all seen just Les to Mis. show That's France, what? but I said we've all seen Les Mis. Like, obviously, that's France, but... Yeah. So, just to kind of give you a scope of how prevalent prostitution was, in this time period, the 1880s, there were 62 active brothels just in Whitechapel and 1,200 women working as prostitutes, which is a lot. So, now that you kind of have the setting of the poor conditions of this place, we're going to go into each of the victims, starting with... Marianne Nichols, who was found, like I said, October, did I say August 31st, 1888. She was found lying in a gutter on Bucks Row, repeatedly slashed by a long-handled knife. 
She was found by Charles Cross, who was walking along Bucks Row. Um, he did it. And he... He... Stop. Oh. He... <laughs> He's one of those suspects. So he found her, and he was later joined by a man named Robert Paul, who also he, like, they're investigated the body. So she, here's where it gets graphic. Um, her throat had two deep cuts. Her vagina was stabbed twice. Lower part of her abdomen was partly ripped open by a deep and jagged wound, which caused her bowels to protrude out of her body. Um, she had only been dead for 30 minutes, um, when Damn, the body see, was found, he's totally what, he's which the one. suggests the killer was nearby when Cross found the body. No, Cross, Cross is the murderer. Okay, now we're going to move on to Annie Chapman. That was Marianne Nichols. Annie Chapman died September 8th, 1888. She was found in her backyard by John Davis, who was also a resident in her neighborhood, her throat was also severed with two deep cuts. Her abdomen had been open entirely. Um, some of her stomach was on her shoulder, like he had, I don't know, draped Gross. it over her. Her small intestine was removed. Also, her womb and her bladder were removed. Like he took them with him. Um, okay. This, yeah. I, I also just am like speculating. But I'm also like, I t- totally could be Jackie the Ripper. Because, like, what if it's, like, some woman that, like, couldn't have children? And so then she's just, like, pissed. And, like, going out and, well, like... We'll go into Jackie the Ripper later. Okay. That's also one of my favorite uh, theories. Um, this victim is when people started to speculate that he was a doctor because of how well removed the womb was like only someone with anatomical knowledge would know how to like remove it without messing up other stuff even though she's dead so i don't know why he was so like maybe she wasn't dead when he was doing that true we don't know so september 30th 1988 we got double murder two victims one night so the first was elizabeth stride who she only had the two cuts on her throat, suggesting that Ripper was interrupted by this man named Louise Deemschutz, who is the one that found the body. So people speculate that he was, like, killing her, but then Louise came and he was like, oh, shoot, and ran away. So he didn't finish, like, the job of the disemboweling or whatever. And so her cause of death was obviously this single cut incision around the neck. Um, and then 45 minutes later, um, what's her face? Catherine was found just, um, south of Elizabeth's body. Um, her liver and small intestines were removed and her face had been disfigured. So he like severed her nose, he slashed her cheeks and like she even had cuts on her eyelids and he had removed her ears. And because before this, no, 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 this, I think the day after this murder, they received a letter from, quote, Jack the Ripper, and it was, like, basically detailing these murders and was, like, I oh, they got it the morning of, before any of the public knew, so they knew it was from the murderer because he knew the details and was, like, it's a shame they had to die, blah, 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 I was gonna get the ears from the first girl, but, like, didn't have time so here are the ears of the second girl like he sent the ears yeah it was gross so in this double homicide this is where police found one of the only clues that we kind of have leading to his identity so a piece of Catherine's apron near the scene of the crime um wait what yeah so it was a piece of her apron was found and near this piece of cloth was a message written in chalk that said, the Jews are the men that will not be blamed for nothing, which basically <gasps> means he's anti-Semitic. He's Hitler. Um, no, it's not Hitler. Hitler is, it's Hitler the Ripper. <laughs> Hitler the Ripper. Oh, no. Um, so the reason this clue is, like, kind of important is because it was found in between these two murders, which suggests that he, like, openly went through police 
without like them suspecting him like he was walking amongst them or he like has a good idea of the area and knows like hidden back ways to get places um so this is kind of what leads to the fact that they think whoever did it was like local and like lived in the area had lived there for a while had enough knowledge to know how to get places without being seen so that's important um the last murder we have is mary jeanette kelly who was november 9th 1888 so this was nine weeks after the first so it was like a nine week period of murders um she's the only one murdered indoors she was found on her bed in her room her (sighs) face this one's like the most gruesome her face was hacked beyond recognition like her throat was severed down to her spine and like she was disemboweled and basically all of her organs were gone so this one was like very gruesome intense and like uh yeah bad also, um, just the idea, like, I mean, obviously any murder is horrific, but the idea that this girl could be in her home, like, in her room, and then you just get murdered like that? Yeah. Like, ugh. I, I feel chills. like it, when you get slashed in the throat, like, you don't die instantly. Like, you no. bleed out. Yeah, but, like, you can't scream because usually and, like, it choke your on your own cords. blood. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I think... Yeah, because most of the time he would, like, cut... They're trachea, too. So, like, they're done. So, those are all the victims. So, as we can see from the pattern, he would always slash their necks and then kind of disembowel them. Um, Another thing that's a pattern, they were all at night. And they were always on the weekends or at the end of the month. So, always, like, towards the end. Um, also the mutilations got more severe over time. So it started kind of still awful, but like, then it obviously got worse to, um, Mary Jeanette Kelly, where she was just, people couldn't even recognize her. So now we will get to, I think it's a conspiracy because it's like, everyone has their opinions of who it is and we still don't know no i love it this is and so i think it's it might not be like a traditional conspiracy but everyone has their ideas so i think it's fun and i love murder so this was fun for me i love this one (laughs) okay so general description just based off eyewitness accounts is that he was between 25 and 35 years old that he was roughly 5'5 to 5'7 that he was stocky with a fair complexion and a mustache that pointed upwards. A mustache um, that pointed also, upwards? Like that like pointed up at the ends, you know? Oh, one of those fancy ones? Oh, mm-hmm. wait, never mind. <laughs> what? I was going to say cool, but then I was like, nope, he is a murderer. <laughs> I mean, it's cool mustache. Yeah. But, but not him is cool. he can shove that mustache somewhere. Yeah, he sucks. Um, also, he was seen wearing a dark overcoat and a dark hat. So. Like, if he wasn't a murderer, like, maybe I'd want to, like, have his style. True. I mean, I feel like that was just the style of London in the 1800s. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're right. <laughs> I, you know, I was just born in the Basically, wrong century. I was just meant dis- to be born in the 1800s in when 18- you just, everyone the wears over. <laughs> when overcoats were a thing and hats and, you know, misogyny was very alive and well. I mean, it still Love is, it. but. Yes. But, so yes, that's a general description. That's the physical profile that the FBI has Which kind is of literally nothing. Like. Confirmed as the profile, which literally is the most basic description I've ever heard. Basically, he looks like everyone. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like someone <laughs> saying, like, so, like, nowadays, they're like, so he, like, was wearing, like, a baseball hat and jeans, and, like, he had some facial hair. He had, and... like, he had, like, dark hair and dark eyes, probably, and was white. <laughs> like, yeah. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> so, every man. Cool. Um, and like I said previously, because of the swiftness of the attacks, the manner of the mutilations... People believe that he was a physician or a butcher of some kind, had anatomical knowledge. So, now, we will get to 
the suspects. I have, I think, like, ten? Damn. Okay. It's a lot. So, these are the police opinions. Like, official police suspects. That they kind of... So, first, we got Montague John Druitt. He was a barrister, which is a lawyer, whose uncles may have been doctors. Um, It was also claimed that he had an interest in surgery and lived with his cousin who was practicing medicine. And at the time that he was living with his cousin was very close to where all the murders happened. Um, So a month before the murders started, his mother went insane. How, we don't know. But around that time, he wrote a note kind of expressing his fear that he was also going insane. So, psychologically not stable. Um, He also committed suicide four weeks after the last murder, which was December 31st, 1888. He drowned himself. He was 40 years old, so he fits kind of that age. Um, People also say he killed himself because he was gay. And so that also could be kind of a motive to kill because he felt isolated from society because being gay was illegal back then. Yeah. And so he might have been driven to just, or he like went insane, started killing. Um, yeah. It was him. <laughs> okay. Druid guy. I know it was Druid, but I'm going to remember him as the Druid. Druid. Yeah. So, um, like I said, his mother and grandmother also had mental illness. Um, so it runs in the family. He was not mentally well, stable. Well, even that, because, like, don't some people, because, like, if his mother was crazy, then he'd have, like, mommy issues, so maybe that's why he'd want to kill women. And that's yeah. sometimes, like, one of the things of serial killers is... Yeah, definitely possible. Um, but with all that information, a lot of people dismiss him as a suspect because he didn't live in Whitechapel. Like, he lived near it, but not like local local and they d- think that the murder was a local to Whitechapel. So I think it was him, Druid guy. Okay. Just wait for all the other ones. Oh, I'm so, probably going to think all of them are the, is the person. I think you should take notes too because I will ask you to choose one at the end. Wait, let me get So my... Druid Druid kind of drowned himself mentally unstable. Okay, next we have Aaron Kaminsky. He was a Polish Jewish resident of Whitechapel. He was an inmate at a mental institution in Whitechapel for a long time. Um, He had auditory hallucinations. He had a paranoid fear of being fed by other people. And he had kind of refused to wash or bathe. And he like abused himself physically like harmed himself um it was known that aaron hated women especially prostitutes um and people say that his appearance matched the description of jack the ripper and um specifically matched a physical description of a man that was spotted in that area the night of the double murder so that's But here's the most convincing evidence that might not be evidence at all. So, there's this man, I didn't write his name down, that has published a book. And he found and purchased a piece, uh, or the shawl of Catherine Adows, which was the fourth victim. Um, And after running tests, found his DNA on her shawl. Um, the reason that this might not be true is there's a little bit of confirmation bias in the works. So, the scientists that tested the shawl may have made a critical error of nomenclature because he identified a mutation in DNA on the scarf and in the victim's relative, which was, like, a very rare mutation. Um, but... It turns out that it was actually a different genetic mutation instead of, I think it was like 314 was the rare one and then it really was 315. So he literally like 
accidentally pressed the wrong key. But 315 is a mutation that's super common and was, like, found in 90% of European people in that time period. Yeah, that's so, stupid. depending on what the real genetic mutation is, if it's this very rare one, then it is very, very, very possible that it was um, Aaron. But if it was not and it was this normal genetic mutation in this time period, then it could have literally been anyone. Um also kind of evidence kind of debunking this scientific study is it's not published in a peer-reviewed journal so like it has no then it's support bullshit. behind yeah. it no and so what was this guy's name aaron kaminsky kaminsky yeah he is yeah god i'm taking notes okay next jill the ripper yes so Jill the Ripper, they don't have a specific, like, also, woman. What the hell? So they call her Jill the Ripper and not Jackie? What the fuck? But, like, Jack and Jill? Yeah, but no. It's stupid. Jackie the Ripper. But Jackie can also be a boy name. Yeah, exactly. So that's why, like, going by Jack is, oh. like, misleading. Well, he wrote Jack the Ripper. Oh, okay. Whatever. So but she, if she goes by, like, Jacqueline, Jackie, and she wrote Jack... She's like, huh, huh, I'm literally true. telling them my name, but they're going to think I'm a guy. Yeah. So they don't have a specific woman in mind. This is just a theory that she was female. And I think it's pretty convincing. So this would explain, if she was a woman, it would explain how she kind of slipped by without suspicion. Because obviously the police were looking for a man. And so if a woman, like, was going by them, they're not going to be they're, like, hey, have we did all you watched- kill these people? the cartoon Mulan where she freaking shows up to the palace and she's like, we got to save the emperor and everyone just ignores her. Yeah. Literally. So she easily could have slipped by. Also, people think that she was a midwife, which would explain her having anatomical knowledge and she could have blood on her clothes and no one would question it because she's a midwife and has to deal with like delivering babies. So if she's a woman walking around with blood, they're not going to be like, that's suspicious. And she did cut out a wound. She did. So there's not really, like, any explanation of motive of why she would kill all these other women. But it's just a theory that I think is something to consider because it would explain a lot of things. Um, the only thing against it is all die witness accounts claim it was a man. So that's why they're leaning towards a man more but than Also, we've all heard of fake mustaches. And like true, they're five five to five seven. Like easily could have been a woman, right? Just reminds me of like the Pirates of the Caribbean, where she pretends to be Jack Sparrow. Yeah, like she looked like him. I know. So that's the thing is like if you were like six three, then obviously it still could have been a woman. But like, but also British people are short. True. So I'm not saying that that's like evidence that it is a woman. I'm just saying it's possible not more likely but it makes it more believable that it could be right i also agree i think this is like one of my top suspects okay now uh those ones were from buzzfeed unsolved these next ones are um, the next two are wikipedia ones okay so this one is francis tumlety um, he was a quote herb doctor, but basically was a quack and a scammer and would like sell people fake meds to get money. Um, he also was connected to a death of one of his patients that he scammed, but was never prosecuted. Like connected. I included like, this guy because fault? he was what? Like it was his fault. It was his fault, but he wasn't prosecuted for it. There, <laughs> I, okay, so this guy like. I don't think he did it, but I just put him in because of all the shit that he got convicted for. Okay. So, yeah, he got connected to the death of his patient but wasn't prosecuted. He also was arrested in 1865 for killing a Blinken, but was released because yes. they found out it wasn't him. So, he might have killed a Blinken. Honestly, that'd be he- so... Like, no, it wouldn't be funny, but, like, everyone <laughs> thinks it's, like... Francis Booth or whatever. 
John Wilkes Booth. Booth. What did you call him? Francis Booth or something. Because this guy's <laughs> name's Francis. I remembered it was Booth. But really, it's some English guy. I'm just like, yeah. happened to be All over. Along. Um, also, he was arrested in November of 1888 for engaging in homosexual acts. So, that sucks for him, too. Deserves prison, obviously. <laughs> um, but then the one thing that's kind of, like, sus is that during this time of the murders, he his friends said that he would, like, tell them that he had a collection of women's wombs. Like, he openly would brag about it. So that's a little suspicious. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, that's all of Francis. I just liked all the stuff he got arrested for. Um, okay, now we're going more into like the media's opinion of suspects, not really police. Um, the first one is from Wikipedia, and it's Dr. Thomas Neil Cream. Ew. He was a doctor that secretly specialized in abortions because abortions were illegal at the time. Um, so he did it on the side as kind of a hobby. Um, you know, I just really like... <laughs> I just really like abortion. <laughs> it's just like a hobby of mine. <laughs> it's just like a fun little thing I like to do. It's like kill babies. So, but that would explain how he, like, knew how to remove a womb. Yeah. And, like, do all that stuff. So, also, he was found guilty of poisoning his mistress's husband. So, he's not above murder. He's He's done it. He's a jealous bitch. Also, his last words on his deathbed were, I am Jack the... And then he died. (laughs) So... He was actually he was actually saying I never mind I'm not gonna make that joke. What? No, it's gross. It's not funny either. Uh, He was actually just in the process of saying I am jacking off, but they just misheard him. (laughs) I mean, maybe (laughs) it's like some 93 year old man, and you're like, ew, grandpa. Was it 93? They didn't live that long back then. True, they died. He was like 40. (laughs) Um. But people don't think it was him because he was in jail at the time of the murders. But people think because he was a little more upper class, he could have paid off the guards for an early release. Or could have, like, snuck out and come back in. Um, But, yeah, that's Dr. Thomas Neil Cream. I included him because of his last words. Okay. This is the one... That kind of introduced me to this conspiracy because this was the one that was in the book. So, there's a theory that it was someone in the royal family, which we know are shady hoes. Queen Elizabeth? Queen Elizabeth was not alive. (laughs) But it was Queen Lizardbeth. No. It was a man named Prince Albert Victor Christian Edward. Yes, he has four first names. Which probably means he didn't, because who has four first names? Um, People also say that it wasn't just him, but also Duke Clarence. Wait. Was also Duke Clarence. Like, they did it together. So, the reason that this theory kind of came about was he was known to frequent areas where the bodies were found. Um, Also... They say because he frequented these areas, he got syphilis. Um, and because of the syphilis was driven insane. So this is kind of when they think he started murdering people. Also, one theory suggests that during this frequent visits to this area, he got knocked up a woman there and she had a son And so Queen Victoria, in order to cover it up, had all these people go out and murder everyone that knew about it. So that would make sense because if he knocked up a prostitute, they would kill all her, like, prostitute friends, you know, um, to hush-hush it up. Um, But then some people think that since he was driven insane, he was the one that, like, did the murders himself. for the same reason to cover it up um and that his identity has never been discovered because the royal aides just like 
kept covering up and doing everything to not get it released to the public. Okay. So that's the Prince. Prince four names. Um, next one. Walter Sickert. This is back to the BuzzFeed Unsolved ones. So Walter Sickert was a painter in this time period. Um, there was a crime novelist who kind of came up with this theory and she has a whole book and is very obsessed and convinced that he is the Ripper. She went like full Nicolas Cage and like bought all his paintings, bought all his belongings, like would cut up his paintings to find secret messages and look for clues. But she didn't really find anything. She <clears throat> just is like obsessed that it's him. Um, but I mean, she's not like crazy there are some things that are like suspicious about him so Sickert himself was obsessed with Jack the Ripper um he had a lot of references of Jack the Ripper in his paintings he has a painting literally called Jack the Ripper's bedroom um and some of his paintings like the positions of the bodies mimic the body positions of the victims um as well as like facial wounds so, like, he has some paintings of people with their face cut up in, like, exactly the same way as some of the victims. So, that's a little weird. Also, this guy, this guy was just a weirdo. Um, he would sometimes, there's accounts that he would cosplay as Jack the Ripper. Which, like, this is before cosplay was a thing, so that makes it even weirder. Like, now you cosplay and it's, like, still people kind of think you're weird. But it's, like, more normal. But he was cosplaying as a serial killer. Like, no one cosplays as Ted Bundy, you know? Mm. So he's a little he's a little. I was actually weird. thinking of, like, doing that for my Halloween costume. Stop. <laughs> no one freaking cosplays as John Wayne Gacy. Like, you don't do that. <laughs> That's weird. People do dress up as clowns, though. Yeah, but you don't, like... I feel like if you cosplay as a serial killer, that means, like, you are obsessed with them and kind of, like like the thing dead ass did, you, you know? would dress up as a serial no, killer no i wouldn't i feel like you would no i wouldn't mm. no i wouldn't that's messed up that's like me saying i'm okay with what they did you can be interested in serial killers but i think it takes it to a new level when you're like dressing up as them maybe so yeah that he's a little weird also um Ooh, this was something cool. So he wrote a bunch of letters and his letters and the Ripper's letters were like compared and apparently they were both written on a batch of paper that only has 24 copies in existence. So that's interesting. They didn't really compare their handwritings, which I think is stupid, but they're written on the same paper which is like very rare paper so that's a little weird okay that now we go to joseph barnett who i think did it listen to this connor so joseph barnett he actually lived with mary kelly who was the final victim um he was in love with her it was reported um he also hated that she was a prostitute and kind of did everything in his power to make sure she didn't have to work on the streets. He worked really hard to make money so that she wouldn't have to do that. Um, also, it's been reported that he lived in 10 different locations in East London, which would make him very familiar with the area, even back streets, because of how long he's lived there. Um, so... People theorize that he started killing to scare Mary Kelly from working as a prostitute. So he targeted prostitutes to kind of be like, look, it's dangerous. Like, these bad things can happen to you. And it worked for a time. She gave up um, being a sex worker and it was fine. But then he lost his job, which kind of forced her to go back to work and he hated this. Um, it was reported that, like, during this time, she came home with two of her friends that were also sex workers. And this made him super angry. And it, like, resulted in a violent fight where, like, 
the window was broken and it was just very aggressive and violent. Um, the next day he moved out and 10 days later she was found dead. So, um, I think, okay, I'm just gonna go, yeah, okay. So, also, he was a fish porter, which would have gave him, like, a rough idea of anatomical knowledge. I don't think comparing fish to humans is fair. Like, I don't think that would be like, oh, that's how he knew how to slit or disembowel a body. Like, just because you know how to fillet a fish doesn't mean that. But... That's kind of one of the things. Um, He would also know all of the local sex workers because of Kelly. Like, they were her friends, her co-workers. So, like, he could approach them without raising suspicion or them running away. Um, Also, a newspaper reported that his friends called him Jack. His name's John, but went by Jack. Um, He also matches both the physical and psychological description of Jack the Ripper. Um, and the murder stopped after Kelly. Cause like you said, you're like, serial killers don't just stop murdering people, but they stopped after Mary Kelly, which would suggest that it was him because he would have no reason to keep killing after he killed her because like she was his lover and he was in love with her and didn't want her to be a sex worker. And so to keep her off the streets, murdered all these people and then finally killed her. And so, basically, he had no reason to kill anymore. So, that's kind of convincing. So, that's all of John Barnett's profile. And Uh, I definitely think it's him. But. Okay. I continue. I have one, two, three. Three more. Okay. Okay. So, this next one is James Maybrick. He, this is one that's, like, very popular among people that are obsessed with, like, discovering who Jack the Ripper is. Um, he was an upper-class cotton merchant who lived in Liverpool, so didn't live in the area. Um, and he died one year after the murders. Um, some people don't think it was him, just clearly because he was upper-class and he did not live in the area. So, they're like, there's no way. But... All the murders were on weekends, so he could have very, it's very likely that he could have traveled to Whitechapel on the weekends to kill people as to not raise suspicion in or his area. Or he traveled there to go to brothels because he didn't want to go to brothels in his own area because he was upper mm-hmm. class. True. And then while he was there was like, let's just dabble in killing people. Um... He, here's the evidence that is, like, makes him even more guilty, kind of. So, he, a diary was found in the floorboards of his house, um, and it is signed, this is the quote, it says, I give my name that all know of me, so history do tell what love can do to a gentleman born, yours truly, Jack the Ripper. And so, within this diary, there are details of each of the killings. Um, and the diary after undergoing like tests roughly matches the era of the Ripper killings. Um, the only shady part about this whole diary thing is like the discovery of the diary. So the guy that found it like has been on record saying he fabricated it, but then takes back that statement, but then says it again. He like doesn't have a clear story of how he found it either. So like people like it could have been handed down to him Like, did he actually find it in the floorboards? So that's shady. But if it was found in the floorboards of his estate, it's probably very likely that it was James Maybrick. Um, Also, another piece of evidence that was found, there was a pocket watch uh, found with engravings on the back. Um, It had all the initials of the victims. And then below it, it said, I am Jack. And then below that, it said, J. Maybrick. So, and then tests were kind of done on this pocket watch. And the engravings are indeed old. Like, they're not modern. Someone didn't just do it right now. But they're not, like, 100% positive where the era was. But they know it was old. So, it's not, like, super damning evidence because they don't know. But 
that's James Maybrick. This next one's just kind of silly, but I included it because it's like the one person I actually know. Um, <coughs> Lewis Carroll. Do you know that name? No. It's the author of Alice in Wonderland. Okay. So people think that Carroll started the murders after a psychotic breakdown because he was assaulted by a man sexually. Um, and so this led him to go crazy and kill people. Um, he also had a journal that he would write in every day and every day was written in purple ink, but on the days of the Whitechapel killings, they were written in black ink. So it could mean nothing, but also that's weird. Mm-hmm. So that's Lewis Carroll. I just put it in there cause I thought okay. it was cool. Okay. Last one. We have Charles Allen, which, if you remember correctly, was the f- person who discovered the first body. Yes, that's his So act. he no, was a meat cart driver. He was the one that discovered the first body. Um, police say, or like professionals say, he might have lied to the police, um, claiming that he had been with the body for a few minutes, but research shows that he was with her for at least 10 minutes before the police arrived. So he was like, oh, no, I just got here. I just found it. But he had been there a significant amount of time before they got there. Also, um, when he called over uh, Robert Paul, who was the like other guy on the scene, when he called him over, apparently there was no blood visible. But then by the time police arrived, there was a pool of blood from her neck, suggesting that the throat cut was fresh when Paul and uh, Robert Paul and Charles Allen were present. So, like, it probably happened within that time frame. Also, uh, her injuries were also under her clothing, whereas the Ripper typically left his wounds displayed. Like, when he murdered people, you could see it. So, people theorized that he killed Nichols and, like, begun the process of mutilating her body but then he heard Robert Paul's footsteps and then like kind of rushed to kind of give off this like oh I just found the body like I wasn't doing anything so also this is like kind of stuff that links him to the murders his home address his visits to family and wrote to work all link him to the times and places of murders So, he passed three streets um, on his way to work, which is where um, three of the victims were murdered, and he would travel through these streets roughly at the same time that the murders occurred, Mm -hmm. like his path to work. Um, The double event, the murders of Elizabeth Stride and Catherine Adows, was on a Saturday, which was his only night off from work. So it would give him time to kill both of them. Stride was killed near his mother's house in an area he grew up in. And um, the direct route from Stride, the first murder scene, to the location of the second murder followed a path to his work route to work that he used for 20 years so like very familiar with that area yes um mary kelly is also murdered on his route to work so all of like the murders kind of were around where like he traveled so it makes sense because he knew the area so he could go undetected he knew back ways probably all of that also Just the last kind of nail in the coffin is he came from a broken home. Like, his mom was abusive and there was mental illness everywhere. So, yeah, he probably was just not mentally stable. But that is Did he die or anything? Do we know anything? Did he die? I mean, obviously he's dead now, but like... Charles Allen, like, when he died? Yeah. Let me look it up. Okay, you want my, what is it, my ideas? Yes. Okay, let me start with the people that did not do it, okay? <laughs> okay. 
uh, Prince 4chan. He... 4chan. <laughs> he did not do it because I really like the story that Queen Victoria did it because, like, that just sounds like something shady the royal family would do. But yeah. also, like, if they were trying to keep it under the wraps, I don't think that they would send letters to the police being like, I am Jack the Ripper. That's you know true. what I mean? They would just try to, like, shut it down as quietly as possible and not have it be so so into it um what did i oh so lewis carroll like maybe because of his assault but also like i feel like if that had been like the onset then he would have started killing men just because like obviously i don't know anything about that and i'm not a psychologist or anything but that's just my first thought and like nothing really ties him to it other than his stupid ink color um not it was walt sicker the sick dude i don't remember his name painter guy yeah i think he was just like a crazy obsessed fan that like was a little weird and so like people are like oh my gosh it's him i'm like no i think yeah that he was just super into it like how people are into true crime but like has no social boundaries kind of thing um cream dude the abortion doctor um I don't because he was in jail at the time like that just is like hard and I mean obviously like you said he was rich and could have paid people off but like that's just some pretty good alibi yeah and like I feel like police would have looked into that or like I don't know the guard would have come forward or something I don't know um Mr. Tumnus um (laughs) the herb dude what dude the herb dude the guy who would like sell herbs Tumnus his first name was francis yeah it Um, was like tumley or something (laughs) he i don't think he did it because i don't think i don't know other than the whole collection of wombs thing which is a little weird but like also like someone would have had to investigate that right to be like okay show me um so i don't know i feel like he would have been caught if it was him um also Travinsky, Kaminsky, whatever. Kaminsky, Aaron. Um, yeah, I. Other than the fact that he was just crazy, I don't think he could have done it because, like, he had no like. It sounded like he was crazy for forever, and so like, where was his skill in like cutting people yeah. up, and like nothing. It seemed like he was very harmful to himself, but you didn't really say he was like very aggressive towards other people. So I'm like, and you mm. don't, you don't think the DNA evidence is real. No, because, like you said, like, I think, especially that far back, like, things can be, mistakes were made a lot more than they are now, because mistakes are still made now. So, okay, here's who, here's my possible ones. Um, Shittabrick, that guy. Shittabrick? Who? He, I don't know, Brick, his last started with Brick. May, Maybrick. Oh, James Maybrick. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the cotton merchant, the upper class. Yes, dude. I think it's very plausible that he could have done it just because, like, they were performed on weekends, and like, if he was a rich guy that like was like, oh, I don't want to go to brothels in my own town because I don't want to be noticed, and like went out of it. So he's just like, a, like, I would consider him an actual suspect. Um, and the very fact that wasn't didn't the thing the pocket watch with the victims things like yeah, interesting, interesting enough to be. Um, John Benet Ramsey, um, <laughs> Josh John Barnett. Yes. Uh, wh- where was it? So because he lived all over the place, and like this is who, wait, this is who you thought did it, right? Yeah. So I think it's very plausible, um, and it's very like honestly one of my top ones too, just because it would make sense for it to stop after mm-hmm. what's her face. Um, and the fact that his friends called him Jack. But also, again, my question is, where does he get the surgical skill of... That's true. ...doing the murders? Because, like, he didn't work as anything. Um, no, he was a fish porter. Oh, yeah, the fish. But, like, no, I don't consider that, no. Like, the, the fish anatomically are very, very different, different. from... You know, so then the other guy... Um, Charles Allen, um, the guy who, he is one of my top ones because, oh wait, hold on. Where was I? He was the one that discovered the body. Yes. 
so he's a top one because i i could believe that like on his first kill like he wasn't good enough about trying to like not be interrupted and so it's just and then that's like the easiest cover-up to be like oh like i just discovered it like i didn't do it and then like just got away with it um and then the very fact that like if she had only been dead for 30 minutes but he was with her for at least 10 minutes like he at least knew like had to have seen something you know what i mean yeah um and then the fact that everything was leaked or linked to the um to his routes to work but also the whole thing of him being like the driver like does it did he ever actually like cut open the animals or was he just like the deliverer because i'm like again where's the skill because he was the what because wasn't he like what a delete like he did deliveries i thought oh meat cart driver yeah 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 yeah. so i'm like was he like my question would have been like is he actually involved in like the butchering of the animals or was he just because again i'm looking for someone with um so like he's up there um i'd say he is i'll go over my top four so jackie the ripper jill the ripper love that story because i think almost i almost how do I say this without sounding weird? But like almost be proud because she's like, I'm gonna confuse all these <laughs> misogynistic like, men get off into the trail. like they're they're gonna look for men because they're stupid when really she's just yeah. I mean, psychotic, but so love that story. And it's believable too that like a midwife could have done it and had all this knowledge. Um so I love that. And then <clears throat> so probably my top one is that druid guy nah yeah because Why? the because he had mommy issues he was mental illness ran in his family he killed himself after the murders he was gay and repressed um in a time and his cousins were doctors and he had an interest in surgery so like they and his roommate was like in medical school so he probably was like seeing his roommate do all these things and he's like oh i want to try that and go and like try it on women and then he had mommy issues and was gay so he probably like found people that reminded him of his mom and the very fact that like the first girl graph again graphic was like stabbed in the vagina he probably is like sexually repressed because he was homosexual um so so i would say the druid guy drew it whatever he was my number one probably then the joseph barnett jill the Ripper and then Charles Allen. Those yeah. are my top four. Those are definitely my top four as well, just in a different order. Yeah. I'd say Joseph Barnett's my number one. Then um Jill. Yeah. Then Charles, then Drew it. Then Druid. Yeah. But they're also I just think it's so fascinating that they still don't know. No, oh, I know. It's like the Zodiac Killer. I mean, we know it's Ted Cruz, but... <laughs> I thought it was Ted Cruz's dad. Oh, yeah. I forgot we talked about that. Uh, Didn't we say Ted Cruz's dad, like... Wasn't he involved oh, in, like, the assassination Oh, he was at the JFK. Yeah. yeah. So Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer, and his dad killed JFK. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. But, Fun, yeah, those Just those family my... things. Jack the Ripper case study. No, that was fun. We just solved it. It's one of those top four now, so please get on it. Justice for... Also, it could totally be someone that no one would ever suspect. Right? What if it's just someone totally different? What if it was the police sheriff? Mm. No, because he was so frustrated that he couldn't solve it. He resigned. Ugh, he's I, like f this honestly like i'd be so mad too i would probably do the same i'd be yeah. like i obviously can't do my job well enough so someone else try he's like i can't, obviously shouldn't be a cop bye yeah fun yeah. stuff so yeah that was fun let us know who you think did it yeah. let's solve this case everyone um no but thanks for listening um let us know what you think we will continue also everyone that we've talked to said that they like this kind of style better about one of us performing but continue to let us know if you hate it so 
Also, go follow us on all of our stuff on Facebook on Conspiracy Snacks and Tinfoil Hats, Instagram at Snacks and Tinfoil Hats, Twitter at CSTFHP. Um, also, go like follow us on actual Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Play and Stitcher. And like, review, rate, and subscribe <laughs> and all that yeah. fun stuff. Um, we had a comment on our Facebook page this week. Yeah. I just want to shout it out because I did read it and I did investigate it. So, I don't know how to say the last name, though. Matthew. Don't say his Aus- last name. Oh, <gasps> you know. True. They might not know. Matthew. He knows who he is. Um, <laughs> he commented about our um, our Titanic episode. And, and like gave us information in- that we hadn't covered. And it was really fun yeah. to read. Yeah. It was about a solar flare sinking the Titanic. So just know that if you submit stuff, we will read it. Yes. So just encouraging all of you, especially on this one. Like, I'm interested to see what people think. Yes. So please comment on who you think Jack the Ripper is. Um, I think I'm still... Do you know who you're going to blame this week? Because I think I'm still going to blame Queen Victoria just because, like, the royal family can... It's easiest. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe John Bonet. <laughs> John oh. Bonet Ramsey? Yeah. What was that guy's name? Barnett. Josh John Barnett. <laughs> Joseph Barnett, stupid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm blaming no, who okay. am I blaming? I'm blaming blaming Druid guy. Okay. Druid. Okay. Just know that if we go missing, <laughs> blame Joseph Druid. Barnett. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>